This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Monday, September 26th. Atlanta's naming as a 2026 World Cup host city has not only put another marquee tournament on the calendar, it's also put developers of several skyline-defining projects on the clock to deliver their visions ahead of the planet's biggest sporting event. The result, developers and city officials say, could be the reinvention of a part of town that currently lacks many housing, retail, and entertainment options. The largest project in the pipeline, and the one closest to Mercedes-Benz Stadium, is Centennial Yards, the mini-city of hotels, offices, retail, and apartments, set to be built across 50 acres at the Gulch, which is currently a sea of parking lots and rail lines below street level. Playing host to World Cup matches will be a massive undertaking for state and local leaders and the city's larger tourism economy, with a likely mix of public and private investment going into the event. In other news, a defensive starter for the number one ranked Georgia Bulldogs was arrested and jailed for DUI and six other misdemeanor charges early Sunday. Javon Bullard, a sophomore from Milledgeville who has started all four games in the defensive backfield this season, was booked in Athens-Clarke County Jail at 4.57 a.m. Sunday and released at 8.30 a.m. after posting $4,250 in bonds through Citadel Bail Bonds. Typically, such alleged offenses result in automatic suspensions for athletes per UGA Athletic Association policy. Bullard was pulled over by UGA police. He was charged with five driving offenses, no license exhibited, improper turning, failure to maintain lane, holding a cell phone while operating a vehicle, and no headlights. He was also charged with furnishing or possession of alcohol under the age of 21 and DUI alcohol. The jail's booking report lists Bullard's blood alcohol content as 0.02%. But Georgia state law stipulates that any trace of alcohol in an under-21 driver qualifies as a jailable offense. And Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger said Friday that he will replace voting equipment in Coffee County after supporters of then-President Donald Trump and their computer analysts copied confidential data following the 2020 election. The decision comes after tech experts hired by Trump attorney Sidney Powell visited restricted areas of the county's elections office to copy information from an election server, voter check-in tablets, ballot scanners, and other voting equipment on January 7, 2021. Replacing the equipment could cost taxpayers hundreds of thousands of dollars, but Raffensperger said it's necessary to avoid distraction and misinformation before this year's elections. Video recently revealed through an election security lawsuit showed the computer analysts were escorted into the rural South Georgia County's elections office by Kathy Latham, a fake elector who tried to award the state's presidential votes to Trump. They were also accompanied by the county's election supervisor and a bail bondsman who was skeptical of the results. An attorney for the analysts has said they were preserving election data for Powell. The 2020 election results have been upheld by recounts, court cases, and investigations. Democrat Joe Biden defeated Trump, a Republican in Georgia, by about 12,000 votes. And finally, as Tropical Storm Ian has Florida under a state of emergency, Georgia forecasters and officials are keeping a wary eye on what the storm will do as it moves farther inland. Channel 2 Action News meteorologist Ebony Dion says Metro Atlanta can expect moisture from the system on Thursday and into Friday. If the storm's path changes in the days ahead, it could mean changes later in the week for our expected rainy weather. Governor Brian Kemp announced Sunday afternoon that he has ordered the activation on Monday of the Georgia Emergency Management Agency's State Operations Center. Spoken Layer